0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. That was Walking on a Dream by the Empire of Sun, and you're listening to For the Record on phoenixradio.com.au. And back again for another bite of look here is none other than the host of the Always Be Watching podcast, Dan the Man Barrett. How are you, Dan?
1: Good afternoon, guys.
0: Now, last week, you opened our eyes to The Carmichael Show, a clever sitcom that explores controversial issues from different perspectives. What should we be looking out for this week?
1: Look, this week I'm going to talk to you about a drama series from, I think it was 2014 that it kicked off. It went for four years. It's called Holton Catch Fire. I was brought up to believe that the things we built were the singular contributions to computers that history would remember. For a long time, it was true. How the hell did IBM find out about this?
0: Now, that sounds really interesting. Tell us more about that, Dan.
1: Okay. So what this one is, basically, it's 1983. It's at the very sort of birth of the personal computer becoming a thing. So this is a time period where IBM computers were kind of like the main game in town. And if you wanted an IBM computer, essentially, you're working for a business. You walked into your office, and there was a large computer sitting somewhere in the office, usually sort of tucked away in a different room, really big things. It wasn't really the uh, all-pervasive computer existence that we know from a modern-day office Today. but what happens in this show is this guy who's a former IBM staffer he comes to this smaller company this company called Cardiff Electric in Texas and says hey guys we've got a really great idea let's go and build an IBM clone and make it for the personal PC market so essentially it's about the very sort of birth of personal computers and it's about this company that decides they're going to take on the big guys and create their computer the thing is that when the show starts it was 2014 when the show initially began and they kind of looked at really popular shows at the time like Mad Men. And if you remember shows like Mad Men and also Breaking Bad into this category, The Spectre of the Sopranos still sort of lurking in the air. These are shows with complicated men, with complicated issues going on, and you never quite trust them and what's going on with these also exciting, interesting, complicated men. In 2014, that was starting to disappear a little bit. So the show starts, coming, starts out with this guy, this really complicated guy, and it feels just like every other premium drama series at the time. But about halfway through the series, they start to realize what's actually kind of cool and exciting about this program. And it isn't the complicated guy that's at the core of the show, but really it's about the couple of female characters I've got in the supporting roles. And so what the show actually becomes is not so much a look at the birth of personal computing, but a look at the way that uh, women particularly have played a role within computers, not necessarily being tools for business, but really embracing things like society and culture and being able to connect with one another. And it's about bringing a sense of humanity to the early era of computing. And through the four seasons of the show, you take it from 1983 through to the early 90s, and you start seeing the burst of personal computers to the launch of the pre-Internet Internet, so to the actual rise of the Internet, and how these uh, key women and their husbands and partners kind of get brought along for the ride to really sort of create the early days of this era.
0: That sounds Awesome. And someone who especially loves history and stuff like that, I sound like something I would definitely go watch. Now, after the show last week, I went back and had a listen to your last recommendation, Whatever Happened to Pizza and McDonald's, and it was just <laughs> strange and you. hilarious as you said it was. So, what should we be listening to this week?
1: Oh, uh, Look, it's not going to be anywhere near as weird as that podcast. <laughs> uh, this is going to get like super normcore. Uh, basically, what I'm going to talk about is a podcast that's the oral history of The Office. Hi, guys. It's Brian. Yep, Brian Baumgartner but most of you, you know me as Kevin Malone on The Office. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. I know, I know. On the show, you're right. I sounded a bit different. But over the years, I've started to wonder why this underdog of a show became one of the biggest shows in television history. 52.1. Now, look, if you're a fan of The Office, you have to check out this podcast. Like, It is an absolute sort of blissful... I think it's going to run for about 12 episodes or a lot, but it's reached episode seven. But it really looks at the early days of making the show from the original UK series through to pitching it as an American comedy, the difficulties they had getting the show made initially, and then just the struggle to even keep it on air. It wasn't very popular at first, and then eventually people started learning exactly how to watch the program because it kind of looked and felt like unlike any other TV show at the time. And so this podcast really takes it sort of step by step, and you get to explore the Office through the eyes of the people making it. Now, if you're not into The Office at all, do not bother with this podcast because it is absolutely for fans only. And I will say that as someone who – I wouldn't call myself a hardcore fan of The Office, but I like The Office quite a bit. I got a lot out of it and I got a real kick out of it. But there is this ever-present sort of sense through it that because you're listening to a podcast that's being made by the people that have a strong financial ownership stake in The Office TV show continuing on for years to come. It is very favourable to the office. No one says anything negative about the program. Actually, the entire thing you feel like you're being sold to, to a certain degree. But at the same time, everyone's so charming and it's such a fun exploration of the show that I'm more than willing to go along with it anyway.
0: Wow, Dan, thank you. You've given us another two great streaming and podcast recommendations. Thanks so much, Dan.
1: No problem. See you next week.
0: Tune in at the same time next Wednesday afternoon on Phoenix Radio for more of Dan's delights. And in the meantime, you can find Dan on Twitter at the Dan Barrett. And while you're there, check out his podcast. Always
1: be watching. High-achieving Year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.